Mile Public Library. What episode number is this, Eric? This is... It, it doesn't really matter. Eric. Episode number hey, is, hey. is a very... It's just a number. Subject. Right. It so, doesn't define this podcast. Yeah, it's, a, it's episode 29. Well... Last, last week was episode 29, though, so... I it's still episode I 29. Really no, it's still episode... I don't see... I, I understand. You know what? I would look, say look, look. I feel okay. like this is episode okay. 25. Hey, hey, it looks like it could be episode 19. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But, buddy, it's episode 30. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is not a young podcast. Woo! This podcast had kissed its youth goodbye. Yeah. And here we are, man. It's a brave new world. All right, yeah. So Whew. it's official. It's official. This yeah. is episode thirty. Thirty of all the books. Yeah, you can't trust us anymore. Yeah, according and, to Charles. And, and folks, if you could see us, there are so, the streamers yeah. and the balloons yeah. pouring from the ceiling. We're really we're touched did by we, this outpouring. So did thank we you. use the first thirty episodes to their fullest? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Do, do that, you have regrets? That's the time. That's the time to experiment. You know, to just yeah. go out there yeah. and just, you know, maybe we broadcast live from the top of Mount Fiji. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe we broadcast live from yeah. a Camaro, a cherry yeah. red Yeah, Camaro. I was thinking a red yeah. car. All yeah. right, good. All right. I don't know. I don't know. We're what's, taking all the books to California. Done done. And remember, uh, episode 30 uh-huh. is the new episode 20. That's true. All right. So, um, I was just thinking about if we did go and record in California. Yeah. What, what was the, the surfer lawyer that we had come up with? Do you remember? We had a surfer. Oh, yeah. Boy. We're going to have to go back and find Fans. Him. All the books fans. And I know you're out there. Please help us remember the name yeah. of our cool surfing yeah. lawyer. He'd surf. Yeah. And then also read. Yeah. He, he, would, he would ride the waves of justice. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a yeah. song by Brian Wilson. Yeah. He passed the bar, no, but he wouldn't pass on a killer wave, he man. He sure wouldn't. All right. So anyways, this is an official podcast of the David A. Hale Public Library. What episode? No. We can't go back <laughs> We cover book news, yeah. literary news, author news. Yeah. If it's news in the yeah. world of that we, stuff. We, we cover the latest developments in all your favorite daytime soaps. So, no, we, we actually so, don't. So listen, folks. Marsha did sleep with Trevor, and then she found out later that he was actually her dead husband's twin brother. Oh. So, woo. <laughs> Kind of a kind of a whirlwind. Yeah. But uh, yeah. so anyway, if you're into that, all right. <laughs> Eric, what have you been reading though? While we're talking um, about, all right. Books. I've been reading some so comic books, oh, but we're not going to talk about those so much. Just say I've read some X Force. Okay. And I liked it. Okay. And Cable and Deadpool, and I liked it. Nice. Because you told us not to start geeky. Yeah, we can't start because we're we're crescendoing to like a yeah. big geek tidal wave. So, so we got to keep it legit. And I'm uh, about sixty pages away from finishing uh, Station Eleven. I'm so glad you're reading that because I think that like you're going to be really helpful in this book club. Reading this book yeah. and seeing your one star review I'm of sorry. it has I'm reminded sorry. me why I don't like book clubs. But no, this, it's, not, <laughs> it's not about like who's right or wrong. I'm yeah. not saying that like objectively the book is bad. It's just for me, it was I, not, just, I did not find enjoyment in that. I'm not going to give so. it five stars, yeah. but if it can stick the landing, it's probably going to get four stars. Yeah. And if, I just if I just don't want to hear people say stuff, and then I'm just like, oh, that's the point. That's the point. You know, sometimes we've had book clubs where I mean, there's usually there's a divide. You mm-hmm. know. And sometimes people have left feeling like, I need to reread that book because I totally missed this whole thing. Sometimes mm. the book club can really bring out like strengths that maybe, like for instance, this time I didn't enjoy this book. Oh. But when it's, somebody. No, but I'm It's fine that you didn't enjoy it. Yeah. It's just maybe I should save it for the book. Well, I'm not. When I rate things on Goodreads or anywhere, I'm not rating them based mm-hmm. on like their literary merit. I'm right. rating them on like my personal enjoyment of it. Right. So 
Just because I didn't. I just think it. it's a genre that I like normally. Okay. And also, I'm used to seeing. This this though it reminded me. Hey, listen, popular popular vote is on your side. That's this, true. This was a finalist for the National Book Award, huge critical acclaim. So um, this reminded me of when we were learning about why publishers put a novel in front yeah. of a book. I think Station Eleven is one of those books that needs Station Eleven, a novel, because mm. I could see why some people were like it's not even like a book. It was like, well, yeah. it says a novel. Right. So, right. man. So this is, this is the uh, Contemporary Classic Book Club. We're just getting ready to talk about Station mm-hmm. Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel. Yeah. Up next, Hard Country by Michael McGarity, which I'm, I'm excited about. So. It's a Western. Yeah. Okay. Is it not a Western? Well, it is. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's set in the West, so I guess if that's your definition, like solely. No. But it's more like a, I think it's more of a family saga set in the West, so it's, right. it's not so much like... Uh, oh, did I sign up know, for that? Coaches. No, you didn't. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. So anyways, uh, I've just been reading on Marvel Unlimited a whole bunch of comic books. Yeah. Um, yeah, keep in mind, for the time being, we have Marvel Unlimited yeah. at, accessible here in the library on all I, the iPads. I can't, uh, I can't put it on Goodreads because they haven't collected it, but I've been uh, reading a lot of uh, Christopher Priest's Black Panther. It's a uh, run that started in 1998 hmm. and went for a while. Maybe it started sooner than that. Actually, so, we just while you mentioned that, we just got two new graphics in our collection that are Black Panther. Black we Panther! Black Panther Civil War, and we got Black Panther Volume 1, Who is Black Panther? So T'Challa. Gearing up for the movie. Well, actually, no, it's not. We're doing a great job of not getting... All right, let's not get geeky. That's, that's what I've been reading. Okay. I don't think I finished... Last book I finished was Divergent. After okay. I read Station, finished Station Eleven, I think I'm caught up with book clubs. Mm-hmm. So there's well, a, you probably haven't read Eleanor and Park, which is our YA for adult book club. Yeah, but I have. Yeah, you I have like a month for that. that. So I'm probably going to read something I want to read. I'm thinking, uh, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> no, I don't know. That the goes that so uh, that Stairway to Heaven, oh, Stairways okay. to Heaven YA book. So okay, looks really intriguing. Yeah, I think I want to read that. Cool. So. Go for we'll it. talk about that next week, though. All right. Episode Good. 31. You know, thinking about that, 31's yeah. not that really big of a number. Yeah. Once you hit episode yeah. 30... 31. It's easy, to, yeah. easy to say. 31. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wait. Am I using this podcast as a metaphor for my own aging as I turn 30 this year? You know, I, I didn't pick up on that, but using context clues and thinking back on things... Oh, my gosh. I feel like maybe... Yeah, maybe... You're right. So. You're right. I gotta go get a convertible. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, this is this is a terrible area for you're, a convertible. You're going to let yourself go. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's not good. Yeah, I'm going to gain a lot it's of weight. Not good. For well, you, you gotta, who have never seen me in real life, it. I'm a waif of a man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> not, almost not almost feminine in stature. Yeah. Like a bird. Like a female bird. Like a ladybird. Yeah. yeah. You could say female bird. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, you're like Ladybird Johnson. Oh, well, thanks. She, she was a first lady. Oh. She was married to Lyndon Baines Johnson. Was, was that also a woman? No, he was a man. Lyndon sounds he like a He was a man from Texas. Oh. Pretty jolly. Almost oh. Nixon-like. Okay. Very different politically. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Learned a lot of I cool just, things I today. I just dropped some knowledge on you, my friend. Yeah. You're welcome. So, what have I been reading, you ask? Yeah, I was asking. Well, I finished Kevin Smith's first volume of Green Hornet. Keep it less geeky. Loved it. Go ahead, yeah. Ordered volume two for the graphic novel. There's a so volume two? There's two volumes that are written by Kevin Smith, and it's actually a six-volume series where other writers pick it up afterwards. So. I did not know this. Yeah, and okay. there's a, a spinoff following Cato. So yeah. classic, for those of you uh, who haven't been in the characters. library in a while, we've bought... There, there's been a lot of graphic novels added in like in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, we've really been so. developing that collection. Well, it's so popular. Yeah, it's like as soon as new things come out, they're so. gone. They're checked out. So, but we've also got a lot exciting. of. Uh, so, if you're a graphic novel fan or know yeah. a graphic novel fan, send them into our yeah. library. If you're getting ready for uh, 
Civil War, the Captain America movie, or Batman v Superman. Yeah, we've we've gotten a bunch of like classics and like the whole Civil War. Yeah, Civil War series. Yeah. So anyway, again, avoiding geekiness. Yeah, I'll continue by telling you that I read Deadpool. What happened in Vegas? Oh my gosh! I just told you I've been reading Deadpool and Cable. It has the Avengers on the cover, so you think the Avengers are going to show up? They don't. Okay, not even at all. They don't (laughs) even show up. You hate the Avengers, though. But I wanted them to show up. Instead, I get Ghost Rider. Which was actually kind of cool. Ghost Rider's great. Anyway. Well, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Ghost Rider's great. Uh, I also finished a book by Kathy Reichs. Have you, are you familiar with her? The Bones series? Yeah, the, the Bones series. The basis for the television show Bones, though, they're nothing alike. Yeah. It's just kind of the, the, the character's name and the basic principle right. of the series. Sure. But uh, this was kind of... I, we did for book club uh, Deja Dead, which is the first of the series. Oh, that's a good title. It is good. I know. <laughs> I love it. So great. <laughs> So uh, we enjoyed that, and this one was a, a birthday present for my sister-in-law. Shout out to Amanda. Woo! Uh, so I read this. Sh- shout out to Sally? No. Oh. No. It's not relevant. It's okay. Not relevant. Sorry, Sally. We're taking that back. Yep. Um, so I read that, and it was pretty good. Not great. Good. Oh, hey! Shout out to Sally. No. Oh. Again. No. There, there is a time where that will apply, but this okay, is Okay, sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm currently reading Rules of Prey for our Page Turners book club. First John Sanford, don't say Sally. Okay, it doesn't relevant. have anything. Okay. Uh, I'm also reading, This is. I'm excited about this, and again, verging into geeky territory here, but last year Eric picked up a copy of uh, Lois Lane Volume 1 Fallout by Gwenda Bond. Gwenda Bond, yeah. I loved it. Thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, my sister-in-law also read that, so second shout-out to Amanda. Woo! Yeah! Um, oh boy! Not this time good. I got an advanced uh, preview copy of book two, which cracked me up. Because you said you got the copy of that, I'm like, wait, because like as the YA yeah. librarian here, uh, I should. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm supposed to have ordered this. Yeah, but no, it doesn't actually. You come got out an until, advanced copy until yeah, late May. So I've just started that, but I will tell you my thoughts on it next week as a little uh, preview of things yeah. to come, and you can check it out. You, you normal folks, yeah, can check it out in May because <laughs> you're, you're going to get it right. Yeah, you're going to get volume two. Cool. Uh, so I'm reading that. And then finally, uh, I'm trying to pick a play for um, the next show I direct. I'm currently reading The the Many Loves of Dobie Gillis, which, as you recall from a couple episodes ago, I read the novel that this is based on. And now I'm reading the script, and it's hilarious. It's the same kind of like offbeat This humor, will be the so. first play you direct while also podcasting. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe our listeners, our podcasts don't know that you are a director That's of true. plays. Yeah, I am. Was, did we, the podcast started after we finished Spinoff? Yeah. Okay. Last year for the summer reading program, we did a show called Spinoff, written by yeah. Jack Sharkey, which Eric and I were both in. Yeah. This podcast didn't start until uh, like the last wow. two weeks okay. of August or so. So you'll get to hear all about my directing, yeah. which I'm sure yeah. people are super yeah. interested in. But anyway, so that's just one of the one of those scripts in contention okay. for Top Spot. So that, that catches me up. I do have a list going down. I you don't go want to talk about Birds of Prey or whatever it is, Rules of Prey? The My, Game of Prey? I mentioned it. Rules oh, of Prey. So I'm currently three. reading Oh, you're currently reading I haven't finished it. Oh, okay. No. That book club doesn't meet until um, next month. Her life is early, reading it. Early April, yeah. She yeah, says she's it's creepy. It is creepy. It's, it's about a serial killer. Once you get past the initial like first couple of chapters, you know, the focus shifts to the, the cops and the detecting, and it's less creepy. But okay. I'm with her. It's not... I don't love it so far, but it's all right. It's good. Okay. After that, we're doing a number one ladies detective agency. Ooh. So I am looking forward to that. Because as you'll recall, Alexander McCall Smith coming October 20th. Yeah. Oh, geez. We're already talking about it. Like when we started, when, uh, what's her name? Joyce Carol Oates. Joyce Carol Oates. <laughs> World-renowned author. Came to the yeah. library. Yes, yeah, she sure did. We spent like the whole time of the podcast talking about it until it was she such came. a big deal. I know. But that was only like maybe five weeks yeah. of podcasting. But yeah. now we've got yeah. 
months. We're no, we're not going to talk about it regularly. You've already started because I'm just mentioning it. Right. You're the one drawing this out. And awesome. Joyce, if you're listening, don't listen to him. No, we, we love we podcasting love about you. Yeah, yeah, come on great. back anytime. Yeah, I'm looking forward to her next book because I swear. Something about this it, library yeah. is going to be in that book. Nick Dunning I, was a grotesque man. She told me she was... Hard to look at. She was <laughs> gathering names and yeah. gathering things like that, like proper nouns for her book. So Ooh. something's going to be in there. Great. That's my prediction. Yeah. If I'm wrong, you'll hear me weeping. <laughs> okay, but yeah. That's not till okay. like September or whatever. Right. So anyway... Oh, it's uh, not till September. That her next book comes this out. She's got a short story. for you. Yeah, she's got a short story collection coming out. But, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sure. So anyway, shout out to Joyce. Woo! Yeah. I call her JCO. Okay. Yeah, we're pretty tight. Not really. All right. Wh- where are we now? We're going to do book news? Book news, yeah. Do you want me to do the advance Yeah, do notices? some advance notices. Okay. All right, folks. These are things so, yeah. Nick knows that we don't. Yeah, you don't. Perhaps some of you might, but probably not. I don't. Eric doesn't know, so. I don't know. That's going to be a ride for him. Look at all these pencils on this desk. We could yeah. write so much. We certainly could. And have so much ink to yeah. go around. Yeah. Continue. Uh, so these are books coming out. Mostly, I'm looking through my list here. These are books coming out in May. So you've got a couple months to anticipate these. Uh, we got first coming out May 31st. Our old friend Clive Cussler and his co-author Boyd Morrison uh-huh. uh, writing a book called The Emperor's Revenge. This is oh, Oregon boy. Files number 11. Oh, okay. So if you're a fan of the Oregon Files uh, coming out in Who May, isn't? I know. You've got book number 11 to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, Jude Devereaux fans, coming out May 3rd, you can anticipate the start of a new series from Jude. This is a contemporary romance. Uh, It's first in the Blue Spring Lake series called The Girl from Summer Hill. So that is coming out March, or sorry, May 3rd. That's a contemporary romance. Okay. Uh, A standalone book, Louise Erdrich, popular in this library. I have not read her. Uh, I know of her work, but I haven't read it. Uh, but I think we'll have a lot of people looking forward to this. And it's called La Rose, a novel. This is just a standalone, not part of a series. Uh, again, that's Louise Erdrich coming out May 10th. Uh, someone who Eric's in love with has got a new book coming out. Uh, Heather Graham. Again, not the actress. Not the star of Scrubs. Oh, Powers, right, right. The author, Heather Graham, right. But the author, who kind of looks like the actress, also named Heather Graham. Yeah. So, yeah. If you, if you like spooky suspense stuff, then you're going to want to check out Haunted Destiny, which is book number 18, 18, book number 18 in her wow. Crew of Hunters series. Okay. It's coming out May 24th. Yeah. Haunted Destiny by Heather Grahamcracker. It's just Graham, I think. Yeah. It's yeah, cut off, so I assumed it was Graham Cracker. Oh, okay, yeah. But now that I say it out loud, that's more yeah. of a... Now I want some Graham Crackers. I know, boy, they're good. Yeah. You like you, has anyone ever offered you graham crackers and you said no thank you? I've never been disappointed with a graham cracker. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. I'm coming out strongly in support What about uh, you got the honey option, you got the cinnamon option. Yeah. Both good. What about different? Both uh, good. Teddy Grahams? I love Teddy Grahams. Teddy Grahams. I like the apple flavored Teddy Grahams. Oh, okay. My wife hates them. But and what about honey graham cereal? Uh, honeycomb? No. Honey graham. There's not a honey graham cereal. Are you high? I shouldn't have asked honey that. Honey grahams? I don't think so. What? Golden Grams. Yeah, I'm thinking Golden, golden Grams. Grams. That's it, yeah. One, I'm yeah. sorry about that drug reference. Nick yeah. doesn't do drugs. No, I don't. And two, my bad, it's Golden Grams. Yeah, it's golden Grams. Oh, yeah, I love Golden Grams. Yeah. So. Did I ever tell you the sugar bear story? Uh, what? I was on a lake on a jet ski, and the giant sugar, blue, sugar bear hot air balloon was running out of gas and landed in the lake right next to us and started sinking. 
Oh my gosh. I know. And like the whole sugar bear head was like collapsing because there wasn't any other gas left. It was traumatic. Yeah, this is terrifying. Everyone lived. Okay. They were were towed to shore. All right. Next, we have by Charlene Harris. Well, I don't have any large print ones this time, so I'm I'm giving you a few more here. Okay. Charlene Harris, author of the uh, Suki, what is that, Suki Stackhouse? The the True Blood books. Oh yeah, the True Blood books. This is one of her night shift novels. Working uh, sorry, on a one night of her shift. Midnight Texas novels. It's called Night Shift, a novel of Midnight Texas, number three in the series. Night Shift is a Michael Keaton film. Coming out May 3rd. It is, it's like Michael Keaton's big first thing. Yeah. Michael Keaton, Shelley Long, um, Henry Winkler, The Fonz. There you hey. go. I haven't seen it. Do you want to watch it? The Fonz? Do you want to watch it in the next week and report on it next week? Sure. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Okay. But I would love to. Let's do it. Uh, finally, we have Weird. Uh, coming out horror. It's a horror novel, so scary. So you might want to send the kids out of the room for this one. This yeah, except scary. for you, Some, Sally, a no. friend. Oh, hey, okay, who likes yeah. horror? Sally's into horror. Yeah, yeah. Sally's into horror. Uh, Joe Hill, uh-huh. son of Stephen King, who probably uses the Hill name because he doesn't want me to preface that by saying, "Yeah, son of Stephen this King." This is the son yeah. of Stephen King, Joe Hill. Yeah. But you know, we live in the digital age. Everybody knows. Yeah, no secrets. Sure, not between us. No, not between our listeners. Certainly not. So you probably, if you're familiar with Joe Hill, he's got the Nosferatu book. He's got Horns, which was made into the movie with Daniel Radcliffe. Of Harry oh, Potter, that's right. Yeah. Harry Potter fame that came out recently. This is called The Fireman, a novel. Ooh. This is coming out May 17th mm. by uh, Joe Hill. So remember, be Horror. terrified of firemen. Yeah, be scared of firemen. If any come into your house. Don't, don't even joke about that. <laughs> you don't want to hide from firemen, kid. <laughs> well, then what's this book about? I don't know. If a fireman comes into your house yeah. with an axe, yeah. you run the other way. No. Don't trust well, them. Well, I don't. You're sending a bad message to the kids. No, even if a fireman comes in and says, I, "There's a fire in your house. We need to evacuate." Yeah, they're there to kill you. No, no, no. They're going to take you to safety. Do you not know anything? Oh, I've only read this book by Joe Jonah Hill. Hill. Okay. Wait, did you say Joe Hill or Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill did not write this book. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you think he, he has written a book? Understated performance in Moneyball and other such films. Yeah, he's trying to be legit. Speak. Okay. Oh, you know what? What? What about this whole Twenty One Jump Street? Men in Black crossover. What doesn't have anything to do with books? No, it doesn't, but it's nonsense. I'm excited for it. You are. I'm more excited for that than the 21 Jump Street films. If you don't know, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum were in the 21 Jump Street films based on the TV series starring Johnny Depp and Holly Robinson Pete. Yeah. And now... These characters are going to like make the leap to be the new Men in Black. Yeah. So it's like a sequel to the 21 Jump Street films, sort of a sequel reboot spinoff of the Men in Black films. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Nonsense. I'm fine. All right. I tell you what, though, scary. Yeah. If that if that movie yeah. like makes it big, yeah. then like this whole like we're gonna wish for the days where everybody wanted a connected universe like the Avengers. Yeah. Because then it's gonna be like, oh wait, yeah. we have I don't know, when Harry met Sally and the Ghostbusters. Yeah. What if Harry met the Ghostbusters? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. If, if after the Men in Black 21 Jump Street crossover, uh-huh. they meet up with Christopher Lloyd as Doc Brown and have to travel back yeah. to 1955, yeah. I mean, I'm in. I'm telling you. It, it won't be yeah. good, but I'll watch it. It's going to be chaos. Why make new franchises when you can just mix all your old franchises together? Oh, I was going to be done, but this is relevant to what we were talking about. Joyce Carol Oates has got her new story collection coming out May 3rd, The Doll Master and Other Tales of Terror. Short Jeez. stories, yeah. When That's, are all these coming out? These are all coming out in May. This wow. one, this Joyce Carol Oates book is coming out in May. Her novel is coming out in like September. So. Okay. Anyway, I'll be done for now. Why not? Yeah, why not? Because I've got some real book news. That was rude and uncalled for. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I'm sorry. This whole thirty. No, thing, I am so no, sorry. No, 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 no. This thirty thing has got you all. All right. Hot all all the books I'm about to list 
are coming out. Did you mean to say the title? All the books I'm about to list. You said all the books. Oh, hey. That's great. You know, over the weekend, we met a friend of ours (laughs) named Michael, Uh and he is a regular listener to all the books, so shout out to Michael. But he said as we were walking into Barnes & Noble, he was like, wait, I know all these books because he's heard us talk about them in all the books. Listeners, if you're not using the knowledge we're providing to you on a weekly basis, you're you're missing out on something and you're doing it to yourself. Go to your local bookstore and you'll see... And These listen, books are, in fact, coming out. If, if you need help on other things, uh, we could help that too. Yeah, not you know? like fixing a car. No, we could direct them. We could say, hey, here's a number for a good mechanic. That's true. You yeah. know, if, if you're having relationship problems and you want us to weigh in on it, we'd be I happy think, to. Yeah, I think we, we could do that. We'd be happy to. Yeah. So yeah. all I'm saying is all the books is here for you, whether it's your book needs yeah. or your, your, just your personal yeah. problems. Please, we, let it, please let us our know. Our favorite book is the book of life. That's right. Yeah, we read so, it every day, man. Yeah. We read it every day. Yeah. Whew. All right, so all All of these books come out March 15th, 2016, the year of the snake, monkey. Is it? Dinosaur. I think it is the monkey. I think it might be. Well, now, you double-check that. That's the year of the monkey, I'm pretty sure. All right, well, again, please double-check that. Well, just start talking. All right, so let's see. What do we got? Where's our nonfiction? I always like to start with nonfiction. You sure do. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to. I'm going to start with this kid's book. Okay. Uh, Warriors, A Vision of Shadows, book one, The Apprentice Quest. I bring this up because we're getting it. The Warriors series is... Like the dogs and the... Well, the Warriors are the cats. The dogs are the survivors. It is monkey, by the way. You're the monkey. You're the monkey. Uh, Warriors are the cats. Survivors are the dogs. Seekers are the bears. Anyway, uh, Warriors is still going. It has like a hundred million different... Like They're always like six book series. Which I think is kind of clever. I know next to nothing about the Warrior series. I have never read them. You know what? Strike that. I know nothing about them. Okay. Other than there's a dog or cat on the cover. There's a cat on we the We have Warriors. some of the graphics, too. Do you know that? We have yeah. at least two juve graphics. Yeah. The, the covers always juve make... Juve is short for juvenile. Little the, libraries. The, the covers always make these cats look so cool. And yeah, those, yeah. But I'm sure if you read it, it's like... The cats, they look like they're the 90s Mel Gibson equivalent of cats. Here, I'll read you... This small summary, and you'll get an idea of what happens in the Warriors series. You think series. I'm going to say no to that? I'm certainly not. For many moons, Thunder Clan, Shadow Clan, what? River Clan, and Wind great. Clan have All lived in peace great. in their territories around the yeah. lake. But mm-hmm. now they must decipher a mysterious prophecy, a message that will send one young medicine cat apprentice on a quest to determine the fate of all the Warrior Clans. Just, just a quick, just a quick clarification. You said medicine cat. Apprentice. Medicine cat apprentice. Yeah. He's not a full... He's not a board-certified medicine cat. At this point, he's like a medicine cat intern. Right. Okay. Uh, Full of epic adventure and thrilling intrigue, the beginning of this fifth Warrior series is the perfect introduction for readers new to the Warrior's world. While for dedicated fans, it's a long way to return to the era of Bramble Star's ThunderClan after the events of Omen of the Stars. You know, it's actually... (laughs) The Fire Monkey. It's the year of the Fire Monkey. Not nice. just the monkey. Wow. Well, the Fire Monkey would fit in really well with the Medicine Cat. No I kidding. Because, I mean... Yeah. What year were you born? Year of the what? Uh, I was born the year of the... Boy, I don't know. Boar, I think. The year of the boar. Year, I think it's referred to as pig. Year of the pig. Oh, sorry. All right. All right. Well, anyways, what, what about you? Year of the tiger. Oh. Yeah. Well, I have the eye of the tiger. Oh, that's good. Don't, you need that. Don't, don't, don't. What was that? Rising up. I don't. Oh, it's a it's a song. From what? Anything? Um, no. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, something I used to sing around the house. Okay, cool. Uh boy, we got a rocky start here, don't we? 
Get it? <laughs> All right. Boys Among Men. This is a nonfiction book. Boys Among Men, how the prep to pro generation redefined the NBA and sparked a basketball revolution. Oh Nick, do you like basketball? Oh, boy. Uh, well, uh, I played basketball in fifth grade in a few weeks in sixth grade, so... Okay. Uh, no, not really. Um... I didn't really know much about this. I don't know anything was, about basketball. I was terrible, man. Yeah. Good at floor hockey. Pretty good at soccer as a yeah. child. But You know, it's got basketball players on the cover, and I couldn't tell you who is who. Hmm. So I is guess Scotty it, Pippen oh, on there? Uh, let's see. Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. <laughs> Shout out to Scotty Pippen. Arnett, Dwight Howard, Tracy McGrady. Did, I, did any of these sound familiar to you? I think I, we I all mean, know LeBron sure. James yeah, and Kobe him. Bryant. Yeah. I guess if it was Michael Jordan, they didn't have an impact on my life because yeah. they weren't in Looney Tunes yeah. film. Which I is, love that cologne, Michael Jordan cologne. Good stuff. Mm, I like uh, Nike. Mm, mm-hmm. Was that his? Was that his shoe brand? Uh, Jordan. I, yeah. Was it? I don't even remember. Or were they just Jordans? I had them. I certainly had Air Jordans. Okay. Uh, one more nonfiction. Rightful Heritage. Franklin D. Roosevelt in the Land of America mm. by Douglas Brinkley. Oh boy. So, the do you like? Deal. How do you? How do you feel about FDR? I don't have a lot of like personal feelings attached to it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you just well, love all president to be elected four terms. I mean, wow, pretty impressive. FDR, give it a break. Uh, yeah, he take served, a break. He served three full terms, died right into the fourth one, but he was still elected to four terms. That's impressive. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's good that his tyranny ended. Hmm. Was it tyranny? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I no comment. All right, graphic novel coming out. Uh, secret, About FDR? No. Oh. Secret Wars. So it's coming out in hardcover, March 15th. This is Marvel's big event where, after it, everything's rebooted. Oh, I haven't read boy. this, so I will. I have a reboot fatigue. Let me tell you what. Me and Andrew Garfield just can't take it anymore. It's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Andrew Garfield doesn't know what he's going to do with his life anymore. No, he sure doesn't. All right. So now it's fiction. Star in small budget art these, house films. I these are some of Nick's favorite books to come. Well. At the Edge of the Orchid. Tracy Chevalier. I'm sorry. The Edge of the what? Orchid? Or- orchid? Or- orchid? Orchard? Or- orchard. Or- orchard. Orchid is a flower. Orchard yeah. is like where apples live. Yeah, so this okay. is an orchard because the cover is a bunch of apples. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I recognize the name Tracy Chevalier, but I don't think yeah, I... Yeah, I do too. I can't name a book she's written. I just, uh, the one about the orchard. Yeah. This one. Uh, the total package. Bring this up because it's Stephanie Ivanovich, and I thought she oh, would be related to... She is. She's Janet Ivanovich's daughter. What? Oh. Well, here she is, writing a book. She wrote... Like she's the best-selling author of Big Girl Panties. Yeah, she's got a couple. Okay, well, she has a new book. Okay. The Total Package. Um, let's see. Randy Wayne... Oh, boy, that's a lot of R's and W's, and I have problems with my R's and W's Sorry, together. Man. Randy? Yeah. Wayne? Yeah. White. Huh. Deep Wayne. Blue, a Doc Ford novel. You ever Doc, read a... Doc uh, Ford. Yeah, Doc I, Ford. I like that title. No, what is it? What kind of book is it? Uh, Doc Ford has long lived a double life. This time, it may have finally caught up with him. The electrifying new thriller from the New York Times bestselling author. Do you have you read any white? Is it uh, no. not in your book club or anything? No, actually, I don't think it is. Okay, three more books. Oh boy, which both of these are like your favorite authors? I don't know who to pick first. Okay, uh, Dark Promises. It's a car. Oh, it's uh, by Christine Fahan. That's Fian? not not one of my favorite authors. Yeah, at it's all. got this guy. No, he, I think it. No, I'm sure they're pants, Listen, but it looks like a towel. I know what so it is. So all he's wearing is a towel, no. but there's an owl no. flying, say, about uh, oh, abdomen boy. level. Okay. Flying away, but it's like the owl is blocking something, like, be gone from this man. Huh. Harlot? Okay. <laughs> Just to clarify, 
I don't like that author. That's not one that I read. I've well, never, hold on. I've Gabriel has had enough of battles, yeah. of wars, okay. of seeing the man she's engaged to nearly lose his life when he isn't even his fight. Once Gary was gentle and very human researcher. Yeah. Now he's a fearless and lethal Carpathian warrior with the blood of an ancient lineage coursing through his vein. Huh. Yeah, still. Okay. It's not doing it for me. All right. Uh, thanks, for the, thanks for the suggestion. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right, well, this is the other one. Property of a Noble Woman, a novel by Danielle Steele. No. You're not a Danielle Steele fan? No. I mean, good for her, but I yeah. never, never read a Danielle Steele. Really? I'll, I'll read one if you'll read one. I, I think technically, having read any number of books, statistically, you've read a Danielle Steele book. That's, yeah, I think you're right. But <laughs> do, you want right. Read, do you want to challenge each other to read a Danielle Steele book? I don't. I Sorry. I, I, no, I said I don't, but I also don't. sang okay, it. You sang it. All right. All right last it. book I got from Book News. Last book coming out. Actually, this comes out March 14th. Holy. Uh, but he, the, he's, a, he's a guy who does things his own way. I'm going to tell you the author in the first title. You tell me how it ends. Ready? Okay. James Patterson hey. and Mark Sullivan. Okay. Well, private. Where is he now? Uh, Istanbul. Nope. Dubai. Nope. Manhattan. No. Uh, Paris, Texas. You're Ontario. Half- Private Ontario. Private Paris. Oh. You said Paris, Texas. I did. Yeah. So when I said you were half right, you assumed it was just yeah. another Texas place. Okay. Private Dallas. Yeah. Private Dallas sounds like... That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a military Starring book. Larry Hagman. Okay. So the speaking late, of James Patterson... Sure. Do you know he teaches a master class online, a master's writing class, uh, for $90? Wow. You can take... It's all video classes and everything. But right now... According to this clock, you have eight days and nine hours to enter. You join his master class and you send in some sub- submissions. He's looking for a co-author. <laughs> so, because <laughs> he's worked with literally everyone available, yeah. so yeah. now he's got a. Wow. So he's like he has like a James Patterson co-writer factory. Now. Yeah, he's just like turning them out. Yeah, wow, it's like an assembly line. It, yeah, okay. So, anyways, he's looking for a new co-author. Yeah, if you're an so enterprising author out there waiting to get he, your name not, I, lower than James Patterson's, then this is your chance. I would be tempted to submit something, but the I problem is, I don't James Patterson and Eric Nichols. I don't write anything like him. Yeah, but you could write the flavor. Mm. Supposedly, he writes like a pretty detailed sixty-page outline, and then the co-authors fill it out. So, you would be yeah. writing like dialogue and character stuff, and he would be writing like at this point, somebody like. Gets pushed off a bank building. Yeah. Okay. That sort of thing. So I'd, otherwise, I'd sell him my NYPD dead. No, because I'm still talking to Scott Bakula about that. Okay. Yeah, All his, right. his people are not, not responsive. Okay. Woo. Dis- disclaimer <laughs> that is not true. Okay. I mean, it might be true. I doubt Scott Bakula's people right. want to talk to me. I've got some pieces of book news, literary news, if oh, you will. Boy. George R.R. R. Martin had to write a tweet lately saying, not dead yet, hmm. as. Uh, Beatles producer George Martin yes. passed away. Yes, he did. Confusing everyone on Twitter. Yeah. And they were... So one you know, person even until, said... Until this came up, I never even considered that they had the same name. Yeah. One per- person, after George Martin, the producer, uh, died, yeah. wrote, well, hopefully this gets George R.R. R. Martin finishing his book. Yeah, he's got to think about his own mortality. Yeah. Sit down and write. Do you think he took the double R like in homage to J.R.R. Tolkien? I don't know. <laughs> you looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah, a little bit. You're a little crazy. It doesn't seem like a hey, crazy uh, supposition to make. But we, we don't normally talk about uh, author um, 
gossip. If you keep stuff. saying that, though, I know. we are going to normally talk J.K. about J.K. Rowling is under fire for writing about Native American wizards. Oh, boy. She has appropriated the term skinwalkers huh. into her mythology. Uh, she's using it incorrectly or not in line with skinwalker mythology for sure. the Native Americans. Uh, Native American uh, activists are angry yeah. at her. Her res- J.K. Rowling's response is, well, skinwalkers are like this in my universe. And she says, they're not of your world. They're of the Native American world. So yeah, maybe, so. J.K. Rowling, you li- don't write about yeah. this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Listen, um, Joe, if you're listening, you don't want to go down that road. Okay? Just don't do it. Yeah. The end. Yeah. So... It's, it's really bad coming from a British writer. Yeah. Appropriating Native American <laughs> it's mythology. It's not great. <laughs> so, all right. Last bit of thing I do here okay. is the New York Times bestsellers list. We're going to see what's the top ten, starting at number me. ten. Lay it on me, Daniel. And number ten is, remember we did this last yeah, week? Yeah, yeah, Remember when we were 29? Yeah. The Karnak. Woo! Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. The Liar by Nora Roberts. Ooh. Yep. Do you not like that? Uh, I, well, I've never read Nora Roberts. Number nine. All the Light We Cannot See. <sighs> you like that book, though. I haven't read it. Oh, what was the book you liked? Um, the, the Lighthouse one. What's that called? Isn't that All the Light We Cannot See? No, that's That's Anthony the Light Hewitt, Across right? the Ocean. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, The Kitchen House is number eight, but that's by Kathleen Gissom. What? The Kitchen House? Yeah. That's old. Yeah, it says An Irish Orphan is... Yeah. No, yeah. I know. I've read it. We did a book club on it. Couldn't tell you, man, but it's number eight. That's crazy. I wonder, are they doing... A, they must be doing a movie or something. Maybe. I will come up in a bit. Well, Uh, number seven, keep quiet. Lisa Scottline, Scottoline. I don't know. Yeah, I never know. Number six, the girl on the train by Paula Hawkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number five, the wedding dress. Rachel Hawk. Number four, the nightingale. Kristen Hanna. For heaven's sakes. Number three, room by Emma Donahue. Old. Yeah, but this she just won. uh, Brie Larson just won Best Actress for starring in the film Room. All right, but she didn't write the book. I'm just saying, it's a lot of old stuff on this list. Number two, Me Before You, Jojo Moyes. Oh, I did it again. Jojo Moyes. Jojo Moyes. The gangster. You sound, when you say that, you sound like you're bouncing. You're like, Jojo Moyes. Jojo Moyes. Yeah, like I'm really a, excited. That's how a spring would say Jojo Jojo Moyes. Jo Moyes. Hey. Anyway, number one is The Gangster by Clive Cussler and Justin Scott. Timberlake? In the ninth book in this series. Oh, this is the ninth book in this series? I don't know. I can't keep going. Wow. Set in 1906, the New York detective Isaac Bell contends with a crime boss, passing as a respectable businessman and tycoon's plot against President Theodore Roosevelt. Didn't we just talk about him? No, we talked about FDR. Franklin. Delano. Roosevelt. They're different presidents? They're different people? Don't tell me you don't know that. You okay, know that. Okay, sure. I don't know that. Okay. All right. No, I do know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, all right, man. That was a lot of book news. But yeah. you know what? We live in a big world. I don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> I was terrified for you. I could see that look in your eyes. <laughs> like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, it was, like, it was like you were on a sailboat and you fell off and the boat kept going. And you had this realization. That's what it looked like. That's happened to me before once. I was My realization sailboat. is the boat is going away without me. Yeah, and you can't do anything about it. I was hanging off the back of can a sailboat I, Can once. I swim to the boat? And I, I let go. And it's a sailboat, so they uh-huh. can't really just, like, turn around. Right. So... I lost my grip, and I was just floating in the middle of the lake. Nice. Were you eaten by a shark or anything? No, I was rescued. Attacked by eels? Rescued. Manta ray? Rescued. Box jellyfish? Quickly rescued. Octopus? Squid? Nope. Nope. Freshwater. Freshwater lake. Oh. So like a trout. Bull sharks can travel in freshwater. There was no bull sharks. sharks can come onto land for a little bit and drag you back into the water. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. It's like a land shark from SNL. Yeah. (laughs) Candy Graham. Yeah. Pizza boy. (laughs) I didn't order any pizza. Land shark. (laughs) 
Oh, boy, spotlight. I'm excited about the spotlight today, Eric. Yeah. Folks. Hey. What? I, I was going to start, but go ahead. You said, you oh, said no. folks. Oh, no, I, I said just, hey. I was just going to say, we're, we're talking about a, a character today who dates back to May 1939. Yeah. So if you were around back then and you picked up a copy of Detective Comics number 27, yeah. you might have seen this character. If, if you were alive back in 1939 yeah. and you're listening to our podcast, yeah. congratulations on yeah. learning how to use podcasts in your Boy, old age. We're, we're multi-generational right yeah. now. Yeah, that's that. great. So good for you. So listeners, uh, in two weeks mm-hmm. on March 25th, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, will be out in theaters. Yeah. And Nick and I... Yes, we talk about comics, but we haven't done spotlights on certain characters because we've been waiting for these movies to come out. Yeah. And now that the movies are out, nothing's going to stop us. Nothing will stop us from no. talking about our favorite Batman stories. That's Today right. is Batman. Next week will be Superman. Yeah, who knows? Unless you hate this, then next week will just be fun book stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll talk about James Patterson. Yeah. Maybe we will. Yeah. We should do a Patterson spotlight. Well, I'd have to read a Patterson book. You would. He's got lots of YA. You wouldn't like Alex Cross. Anyway. Oh, he does have lots of way. So, this character, created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger, back in the late Specifically, 30s. Bill Finger. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you've been following that saga at all. But, um, <laughs> Batman has appeared in two film serials. Have you seen either of the serials? No. I had the VHS tapes of Batman vs. the Wizard that I got from <laughs> Toys R Us. Yeah. And I watched them a hundred times. The Rift Tracks crew have gone through almost all the have Batman they? serials. Oh, yeah. so great. He, including Batman v Superman, he will have appeared in nine uh, live-action feature films. Good job, uh, Batman. Twenty animated films, and that's not even including like Justice League films. That's right. like Batman is a titula- titula- <laughs> the title character. Yeah. I'll just say it yeah. that way. He's a titillating character. Yeah. <laughs> and nine television shows. Uh, and then recently, just last year, and still going to today, uh, in honor of the 75th anniversary of his debut. The United States Postal Service issued a Batman stamp. What? They're, oh, I have them. I have them too. Yeah, they're oh, that's great. great. So, <laughs> I like so panicky. This is a character who he frequently appears as a number two as the best superhero or like the most well-known superhero. Is number one Spider-Man? No, it's usually Superman. But I feel like today, now, I think Batman has surpassed Superman, and I'm a Superman fan, so that kind of breaks my heart. But I think Batman is probably the most prominent yeah. superhero, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah. People's minds might go to Superman. He's like, he's, in some ways, I feel like he's more iconic, just his look and the whole Superman shtick. But I think Batman, definitely in popular culture, has surpassed Superman. Yeah. You have shockingly little to say about No, that. I just think uh, Superman is inherently uh, American. Yeah, that's true. In a lot of his yeah. themes. And so I think that might not translate as well as Batman. But I also don't think, movie-wise, Batman does as crazy business... Uh, box office wise mm-hmm. as yeah. it does here I yeah. think he's kind of an American property but that's why I thought it was Spider-Man but anyway well, let me ask you this before we dive our, yeah. our, our, what we're going to talk about today is our, our primary our favorite Batman stories yeah. and we asked our listeners for some favorite Batman stories we yeah. got some responses so we'll share those mm-hmm. but before we dig into that I just want to ask you Eric mm-hmm. what's your earliest memory with Batman first thing when you think like the oldest looking back what it was uh, Batman 1989 Tim Burton Batman. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's the first Batman that, yeah. that you remember. Being it's aware either of. that or Batman Returns because those movies came really? out. It's either because those two movies came out before the animated series. Okay. And then it was all the animated series. Huh. Okay. So. Wow. Well, hey, I'm, Superman is my first superhero exposure. I watched the old uh I can't remember the name of them now. The 
Fleischer. Yes, the old Fleischer. Yeah. Uh, Fleischer cartoons. On those Cartoon have a Network. great history. Those, I mean, those were released theatrically. Right. Those were the first like big budget animated. Right. Movie. So I watched those, but yeah. yeah, it would be the Burton films. Those still hold up pretty well, but we can talk about that on another podcast. The Burton films? No. The Superman, oh yeah. The Superman. Maybe films. next week. <laughs> So for me, I think it goes back earlier. I, I remember I was a huge fan of the Super Friends. Yeah. I remember when the Super Friends that was canceled. Sense. It was my very first experience with that. Like, why isn't the Super Friends on? <laughs> but I think actually even before that, uh, have, you, have you seen the old Filmation shorts? Filmation did tons of. It was very inexpensive, very oh. simple animation, and they did all sorts of characters. Um, mm. But they had a, a package show that included <laughs> Superman, Superboy, Aquaman, and oh, sure. Batman. And I think that the Batman with the, the boy, Alan Olin Sewell, was the mm-hmm. Batman voice back then. And that, like, that is the very earliest thing that I can remember. Okay. Is that Olin Sewell went on to play Ray Pinker in Dragnet. So, from cool. our shared history with Yeah, Batman, yeah, theater. So, theater. I think that's probably my first. But also, Scooby Doo means Batman and Robin, and then Adam West are, are pretty close to the, the earliest things I remember. Okay. Have you ever read any Batman, just like a novel, a Batman novel? A book book? Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, because when I was a kid and I was getting into superheroes and I would read the X-Men novels or Spider-Man novels, yeah. um, if the book seemed too weird, like it didn't make any sense mm. to me, I wouldn't read it. Okay. So there was a Batman book um, that took place with uh, Azazel, the guy who took over oh, sure. for being Batman a little bit in the yeah. 90s. And it was, all, it was talking like, Bruce Wayne isn't Batman anymore. He's a yeah. broken bat and all this stuff. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. And so I, I didn't know, read it. I know what you mean, because I read that book as a kid. Nightfall and Beyond. Yeah, was by, it stupid? By Alan Grant. Well, I never knew the Nightfall story, so it was actually kind of cool to oh, see right. the, the different... But I've also read one called uh, The Batman Murders by Craig Gardner Shaw. Oh. That's pretty cool. It's Batman and Nightwing. There's these, these people dressing up as... Like, corpses dressed as Batman keep showing up. Oh, yeah. Nightwing is investigating this cult and gets, like, sucked mm. in and stuck. It was a pretty cool... Then I've also read the novelization of Dark Knight Rises by Greg Cox. I like like Greg Cox. He writes a lot of um, sci-fi, I think, mostly, but he does some novelizations. There's also one called Wayne of Gotham by Tracy Hickman, which came out in recent years, which I'd really like to read. Uh, Then there's Enemies and Allies by Kevin J. Anderson, which we have in the collection, I think, because it checks out every single second of the day. Because it's a Batman-Superman book. Yeah, it's the first meeting of Batman. Are they enemies or are they allies? I haven't read it. Yeah. So I don't know. But there are quite a few. There's a novelization of No Man's Land. There's there's a couple of Batman series. There's a, quite a few Batman yeah. novels. It doesn't have the quite the rich history that the Superman novels do. There's an early Superman novel that we'll talk about that really... All the things that are popular now about Superman didn't come from the comics. It came from this novel. So interesting history. But, so Eric, why don't you hit me with... Uh, what is your... Do you want to start with your... Are you going to do your top five in order? I, mean, I have no order. order. Okay. Uh, I don't know what my favorite... No, I do know what my favorite Batman story is, so I'll save that. Okay. For first. For first, all right. My favorite Batman story so far is... Uh, and I haven't reread this in so long. Okay. So I don't know if it holds up as much as I think it does. Sure. But there was a story called Batman No Man's Land mm. that started in 1999 and everything. Okay. Volume one of Batman No Man's Land was the first Batman comic I ever picked up so this would be sometime around 2003 or so. Okay. Uh, I picked up the first graphic novel, um, and I had no idea what was going on, because mm-hmm. uh, Gotham City has been wrecked by an yeah. earthquake. It's now in no man's land. Uh, the bridges are out. The U.S. government has disowned it. Mm-hmm. Um, all the villains are loose and everything. And so at the first volume, you don't 
really see Batman yeah. because they're setting up the story and everything. I've only read the first volume of this. You don't see the villains. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, reading it, I'm like, what is going on? I don't get yeah. it. Uh, but then the more I read it, the more, like, the whole No Man's World opens up, mm-hmm. the more the villains start showing up, and I, it just does a lot of interesting, like, post-apocalyptic kind of setting, and, like, Batman's villains, like, okay. claiming out pieces of the map and, like, using it for their own. So, like, Two-Face has his own gang, Scarecrow is holding, like, a hospital hostage, Killer Croc is in the sewers, po- Poison Ivy has taken over, like, the Central Park. Okay. So. Kind of seems like... Uh, Dark Knight Rises borrowed from that a little bit. A little bit with the whole, like, oh, we're trapped in here. But they didn't really do anything exciting with it. Well, that's a pretty... I mean, that was a long-running issue. That was, it's, uh, I have it in uh, single volumes, so not like a big omnibus or anything. Yeah. It takes up five. Yeah. And I think and they've reprinted this series, and I think they've added more. Because these are just, like, yeah. the Batman titles. I think they've added, like, all the auxiliary titles. So you get, like... Robin and Nightwing's stories there were, too. There were originally eighty individual issues yeah. that had the No Man's Land banner. The yeah. original trades only collected forty of those. Yeah. So I think that you're right. The modern ones tend to bring in all the other characters. But it's cool. It was my out. first experience with Huntress. Mm. Uh, Cassandra Kane oh, is like the Batgirl, yeah. and she makes her appearance there. Batgirl number two. Yeah. Uh, so that was her first experience. So it was kind of like it wasn't really a jumping on point, but at the same time it was because a lot okay. of characters were getting their start there. So. Not a lot of Catwoman, I haven't, but uh, she has her own series at the time, so... I know you love that, and I feel like I should go back, because I just didn't... I, I only read the first volume, which you've yeah. said is the worst volume. Or at least not the most engaging It's the least volume. interesting. Yeah. But it reminds me a lot of the X-Men Age of Apocalypse storyline, in that it takes familiar characters and puts them in a crazy setting, and it's fun. Okay. So, it was confusing at times, because it'd be like, this is Clayface number four, and I'm like, that's not the same Clayface as the mm. cartoon I watch. Yeah. So... My let's see, so I'm yeah, I'm, that okay. that's my that's my favorite that's Batman favorite. story. Okay. Again, that will probably change someday. Okay. <laughs> um, so what one of my favorites is kind of contemporary with this. I think it was a few years later. Is the Batman War Games? War Games. Uh, have you read that? Yeah. So it started in a book called War like Games, and then it was a three volume War Games set. And the basic yeah. plot of this is that Batman has this elaborate plan to turn all the the gangs against each other and kind of weed out the villains. But it's just, it's not something that he's really going to do. It's just something that he develops. Well, Stephanie Brown, who was... Spoiler. spoiler who yeah. was a uh, kind of a Robin supporter. She just character. started being Robin during that. Yeah, she sets off this this Gang war guard. game. Yeah. And Batman just sort of has to deal with it. And then yeah. throughout that, she becomes Robin. Yeah. Temporarily. Yeah. So. That first, led... The first girl... Well, I guess Carrie Kelly was probably... Yeah, Carrie Kelly from Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, it was the first girl Robin. Was she's the first canonic. Yeah, in continuity. Which is well, is that a, true? Such a nerdy word to uh, say. In the, in the continuity of the time. So anyway, War Games, like I said, was about four books. It was a, a story arc over t- 2004, 2005. <laughs> um, so I really liked that. I like things that include the, the full Batman family. Uh, Barbara Gordon is Oracle. And, uh, Tim Drake is Robin. Dick Grayson is Nightwing. Yeah. Uh, that led to the Under the Red Hood. Yeah. Set up. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, War Games was pretty good. I remember really liking one volume, and then or maybe the last volume. I can't remember. But yeah, fun. you're right. It it ebbs and flows on yeah. how good it is. But anyway, so that's right. my first. So I, I wouldn't say that's my favorite. That's oh, just that's, among my favorites. So it's your favorite Batman story ever told you, in any format. No, you're not listening. Okay, weird. It's just I wouldn't think it would be your favorite story yeah, ever well, told. Yeah, it's not. So. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I, I lined up my Goodreads with all the five stars, but there's a lot of four stars that are my favorites. Yeah. More. Yeah. I just, 
I'm willing to accept that maybe they're not the best. So anyways, I'll just go to one I know is my one of my favorites. Batman, year one. Ah. This is... There's going to be a few here that are, like, the popular choices yeah. for saying this sure. stuff. But it's because year one is just so freaking good. It is good. If you've seen Batman Begins, you've seen Batman year one. But the comic is still really, really good. Yeah. We actually have the animated adaptation in the collection. That's good. That's, as well. Um, that's Brian Cranston from... Uh, as Commissioner as, Gordon. As Gordon, yeah. And Ben McKenzie from Gotham as Batman. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He plays Commissioner... So you get two Commissioner Gordons yeah. in there. Uh, we also have the graphic uh, Batman Year One in our collection. Mm-hmm. I got this for Christmas one year because I knew it was supposed to be this, you know, defining piece. Yeah. And I read it. It's Frank Miller. And it's kind of short. It's only like four issues, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's so good. It makes yeah. everything you really like about Batman kind of gets his start there. Yeah. Like, uh, it's really, I mean, the I, I wouldn't say that Batman's the primary character. I really think it's Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, it's really more of a Commissioner Gordon story with... You, you see, I think you, you sort of see the Batman character develop through yeah. the eyes of Commissioner Gordon, yeah. which is a... I've talked about this in... Uh, I did a... I, I have this Batman reread blog thing I do. Oh. And I talked about that, like how... you Like, rereading it. Because as a kid, all you're like, oh, Batman's so cool. But rereading it, like, with older eyes, you're like, oh, this is... This is James Gordon's story. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's intent. I mean, there's that whole scene from Bat, uh, Batman Begins where he has to escape from the cops inside that building using yeah. a swarm of bats mm-hmm. in that car chase. That mm-hmm. that's right from the comic. Yeah. Um, so, I'm not going to be able to say anything that hasn't been said about Batman Year One. <laughs> he did. It's an origin story. It's great. If it's probably the one I give to somebody if they said, "Oh, do you have a Batman comic?" For yeah, me to that read? is a good start. Yeah, I would agree with that. That because is a good start. That or depending on how yeah. familiar they are, even with the character, most people are. But I would give them that. All right, go ahead. Okay, so year one for you. Yeah. Um, well, let me go. Boy, it's hard to pick. I'm gonna say next. I'm gonna say Bruce Wayne murderer slash Bruce Wayne fugitive. Have you read that at all? I loved. Batman, Bruce Wayne, murderer. Yeah, but the fugitive storyline didn't really do it for me. It, no, you're right. It drags. It drags a little bit. I think it really goes on. I think it's three volumes. Yeah, and the second volume really wraps things yeah. up. And the third volume is just like so. You know, Bruce Wayne was a fugitive. Bruce, <laughs> the the basic storyline for this is that Bruce is basically framed for the murder of his girlfriend Vesper, yeah. and he, he pretty much abandons the Bruce Wayne alter ego and just kind of goes underground as Batman. Mm-hmm. It's another good Batman family story. Okay. So yeah. it seems really... Like it is, a- actually. That's what I really liked about it. The relationship between Batman and Nightwing yeah. is yep. explored. Yeah, I uh, agree. And that's one that doesn't get a whole lot of play, honestly. Yeah, it's- probably because it doesn't like... It doesn't nail the ending. Like, no. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. If uh, But that would be a cool adaptation. Yeah, it At would. some point. That would be, be fun. That would be really cool. Man, if there was a Batman TV show that wasn't Gotham, yeah. there would be some good stories to take, yeah. to pull. So this was uh, this is from 2002. Yeah. Okay. Story. Do you have a Batman shelf or anything on your Goodreads? No, I, I uh, separated into graphic novels, but I don't have a Batman shelf. I've read some weird Batman stuff, too. Okay. Read, have you read The Cult? Yes. That's an interesting one. That's, yes, a, yeah. that's a Jason it's Todd. It, it's hard for me to find... Because, according to Goodreads, I've read 113 Batman graphic novels. You win. I've not read that many. Well, yeah, that's true. Oh, I have read The Cult. I gave it however many stars I gave it. Probably just three. It was, that was like a weird 80s. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's somebody was trying weird. to copy The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. I think it's probably the most, like, 
I'm always a Robin fan, and I haven't read much Jason Todd. When I read that Jason Todd, to me, the cult is the thing that demonstrates the difference between Jason Todd and the other Robins. Oh, yeah. Because nobody wants to deal with Jason. He just Todd. doesn't like. He just doesn't act like Batman's sidekick. Yeah. He acts like really like an equal partner. So. Yeah. Interesting. Again, not if you don't like Batman. That's right. not interesting. But if you don't like Batman, you've probably clicked off by now. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Maybe maybe they they don't like Batman. They just like us and want to support us. That would be great. So if you're still listening and you don't like Batman, kudos and we appreciate it. Okay. Uh, well, let's see. We have a. I'm going to mention this Twitter response because it's going to be my next pick. Mm. Uh, Miss Music Box 91 okay. on Twitter says the long Halloween. Mm. One of the first ones I've ever read, and it got me hooked on Batman. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Mm. Uh, it's it's great. It's a twelve. I think it's twelve issues. Might be a little bit more. It's, well, yeah, that would make sense because it's like holidays. It starts on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, somebody is killed in a Halloween themed murder. Yep. And then it goes throughout the entire year with uh, each murder being a holiday theme. Yeah. So Batman is trying to find the uh, villain holiday. Yeah. But the thing is, if you've seen the Dark Knight, if you've seen the Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight, mm-hmm. you've also kind of read The Long Halloween because the relationship between Harvey Dent, James Gordon, and yeah, Batman yeah. is taken a lot from that. Yeah. The, um, it's, a, it's kind of a, yeah, it's sort of a, a Harvey Dent origin. In yeah, too. it really yeah. is. So uh, Long Halloween, the, another reason why I always like to hand this to people is because it's technically a sequel to year one. Like, year one had come out mm. years and years before, mm-hmm. but they were like, how would you like, they asked Jeff Loeb, how would you like to write a year one sequel? Like, yeah. And that's why, so this is a Batman who's still very early in his career. Yeah. Uh, Harvey Dent isn't Two-Face yet. Commissioner Gordon, I don't even know if he is commissioner He's not yet. a commissioner, no. Not in not. Long Halloween. No. Um, He's a captain. And a captain. it's just really good. The artist, Tim Sale? Tim Saul. Uh, yeah, sure. The, the artist, I, I love his work. Especially yeah, done for Batman. They did, uh, what's the Superman one? Superman for all seasons? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, not great. Um, but his art, the storyline, I reread The Long Halloween, and I was like, oh, this doesn't, the mystery doesn't hold up as much as you think. Mm-hmm. Like, the end result is like, maybe, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. I'm like, eh. Well, I think it's, well, I think, never mind. I enjoy the ending, and I'm not going to say why. Because okay. I don't want to. But the art is definitely like stylistic and it's you know you're probably either yeah. gonna love it or hate it yeah um, it's very all the colors are very muted it's a, yeah. it's a dark book it's not particularly colorful um there's an absolute that's funny because i remember it being colorful oh because like the colors he picks will be very like important yeah they're so. important but they're all it all seems like it's you're in a dimly lit room yeah it which works for the book that's not right a, that's not um, a dig it's just so it's good. There was something else I was going to say. Oh, it has a sequel called Dark Victory, which I'm not going to bring up as one of my favorites. But that, I haven't read that, and I really want that to. is a Dick Grayson Robin origin yeah, story, know, kind of. So, yeah, uh, if you've read Batman Year One, read Long Halloween, yeah. and you can read Long Halloween without reading Year One. The thing that the thing that I like about I, I, well, actually, I'll just this is on my top five. So okay, I'll just continue talking about this for a minute. But I really like the way. The way it uses the, the calendar and the different things to take you through this story. Yeah. You know, you'll have, like, you know, each issue is basically, it's like, well, now we're on Valentine's Day, now we're on the April Fool's Day, whatever. Yeah. And I like the way it brings in the different rogues. I like They play sort of atypical roles, you know, with the Joker. The Joker's part in this is, I mean, he's trying to figure it out, too. Yeah. You know, and the, the Riddler plays a cool part. Catwoman's yeah. throughout. Poison Ivy's integral. Oh, yeah. Too. Catwoman's a big part through year one, yeah. Long Halloween, and Dark Victory. Yeah. She had... And well, she kind of gets her own thing with Batman when in Rome, which yeah. is set 
concurrent with yeah. Long Halloween. Which have you read that? No, not I yet. I haven't read it either. I'd like to. Okay, but um, <laughs> yeah, I love Long Halloween. It it is one of my all time favorites, and nice. it's one that uh, I was turned off by the art originally. Yeah, because it's not it's ugly. I mean, it's kind of like that's, uh, well, no, if you, no. If you listen to them talk about it, oh. I mean, that's sort of like his, his the faces it's dynamic. and the people. Yeah, yeah. I've heard Jeff Loeb describe it as like ugly. Okay, it's an ugly style, but it but it suits it so well. Right. It's not when you look at it, you know, like boy, this is unappealing. But mm-hmm. it's it's just very you never you're never confusing the characters. You're never like, wait, no. is that Bruce? Is that you know Falcone? I think he did. Know. Jim Lee said, uh, Jim Lee, who, who's a comic book artist and writer, sometimes is he a writer, sometimes no. I think. Anyway, he he's a very popular uh, artist, and he said about Tim Saul's art that he can make anything look dynamic mm-hmm. like you could just make some, yeah. if Batman was just making toast it would look like an action packed panel popping out yeah. so did they do Daredevil Yellow together they they did the they did um, Spider-Man Blue Daredevil Yellow and Hulk Gray and okay. they're working on Captain America White oh right okay. now I've only read the Daredevil one but oh, okay. I, I like that too yeah alright so that was, that was that was on yours yeah, so we share too. yeah we share one we share yeah, one so, I didn't think that would happen so go ahead oh boy alright uh Batman. This is a this is a recent one. Batman: Death of the Family by Scott uh, Snyder. Not okay. to be confused with yeah. the classic Batman tale, which is actually really good. And I think it surprised yeah. both of yeah. us that because yeah. we read this around the same time, and we were yeah. surprised that Batman: A Death in the Family was actually really good. Is. This That's... is the story about Jason Todd. Yeah. Um, but Death of the Family is a new one by Scott Snyder, mm-hmm. uh, and I loved it. Yeah, it's you were, dark. You were into it. It's Definitely. one of the darker Batman stories I've yeah. read, and it, there, I don't know what it is about it, but it just clicks. The Joker, Batman, and like I haven't mentioned like a lot of stories that are like, oh, I love this Joker story, but this yeah. is like, this is kind of like my definitive Joker story that yeah. I like. It's just, I mean, he shows sense. up in your. Uh, I think no man's land. The popular yet. answer to that would probably be the Killing Joke, but. Ugh. I hate, yeah. the, I hate the Killing Joke. Killing, joke, that's probably killing joke would be saying. fine if it wasn't, like, canon. Yeah. If it wasn't real. Yeah. You know, if it was just, like, a side yeah, story. a standalone story. If it was, like, Birthright I'm or not, They're adapting that, and I'm really not looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it because they might improve on it. Yeah, that's true. Because sometimes they take, you know, I didn't love the Under the Red Hood, Hood story in comics, though mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty good, but it's a little yeah. confusing and stuff. But I feel like the animated film... Okay. Kind of cleaned up some stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. anyway, Batman, death of the family. Joker is back. He is going to kill all of Batman's uh, family, mm-hmm. which is who you love. Yeah. Nightwing, Robins, uh, Batgirl, and everybody. Because he thinks Batman is distracted by them. They've mm-hmm. softened him up. And he needs to be strong and you know closed off so he, can, he and the Joker can just fight forever. Yeah. Now, see, I have... I have... I don't think I've read the actual. You've one. only read like the side stories I have, and yeah. the ending of this. Yeah, but I've, I've read it as collected in Nightwing, Red Hood, and the mm-hmm. Outlaws, and Teen Titans. I haven't read just like the main story, <laughs> and so coming at it sideways, I really didn't enjoy it. So maybe maybe I'll like the real thing. Uh, the art, I guess, it's a little darker than I tend to like. It is. It's it's dark. I don't tend to like the dark stuff just for darkness' sake, but I just. Uh, Greg uh, Capullo he's an artist who's been around for a long long time but he does the art in this and it's great I mean okay this is staple face Joker yeah. so his face has been Blech. unattached hate it. he's now stapling it to his face so that's gross yeah. but I just 
And also, there's something that happens in this book that is stupid. And it's one of these things I watch, I think about when I watch Arrow and stuff, mm-hmm. where Joker goes into a police station and just shoots all the cops there. Yeah. But then there are cops later in the comic. Yeah. And, like, the same thing happens in, like, TV shows like The Arrow. Like, yeah. somebody goes in and just kills all... Like, how... At a certain point, you've killed everybody. Right, you've killed all of them. So, yeah. it, it's hard to... To believe, but the rest of the story is strong. I like what it has to say about Batman, his sidekicks, and the Joker. Hmm. So. All right. Well, this uh, my next pick precedes yours just a little bit because I'm going to go with The Court of Owls. The Court of Owls. So The Court of Owls is, uh, in 2011, they rebooted the DC Universe with a new 52. And the Batman continuity didn't change so much. A little bit. But The Court of yeah. Owls is the, is the first collection of... Um, the Batman book after the relaunch. Oh. So this is again by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo and mm-hmm. The Court of Owls, you've read them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this story starts great. Right. This first volume I loved. Uh-huh. It just sets up this new uh, sort of ongoing menace for Batman. It, it takes him like into his family's roots and I think the book is just really well put together. Mm-hmm. When he's sort of going through the owls, uh, their, their fortress and everything and uh-huh. he's, the, the part where the book starts flipping, like you actually have to turn the comic yeah, book. Yeah, it gets very it. crazy. It's just really like it does such a good job of drawing you in and creates this disorienting story uh, that centers on Batman and like his own like weaknesses within that. And I think it's just really well done. And then mm-hmm. it peters out. I really well, don't feel good. About... I I have a theory because you and I we read Court of Owls. Yeah. It was seven issues. The yeah. first seven issues of the series. And then we had to wait like six to eight months yeah. to get the next half. Mm-hmm. And I think if they had just put it out as one story mm. and like you could have just read it progressively instead yeah. of like this wicked big cliffhanger and then yeah. wondering where it's going to go, I think it, the ending might that's have true. felt yeah, more natural. Probably the timing. The timing probably. But I mean, it's stupid of them to have done that. True. And they still don't have it. You still can't get a Court of Owls, like City of Owls, like yeah. thing all together. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to buy it until they do that. You hear that, DC? I'm not buying it until you do that. You fooled me with Hush. Yeah. I'm not doing it again. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, do you think DC Comics listens? They definitely are listening. Okay. Right? So that was number four for you, Court yeah. of Owls, yeah. not Night of Owls. They, add a, they uh, adapted that animation-wise. Yeah. Bat- it's Batman versus Robin? Yeah, Batman versus yeah. Robin is what they call it. Not great. No. Um, all right, last pick for me. Oh boy. This is hard because I've got like three I want to mention. So I'm just going to pick one. Okay. There are other ones that are there. Well, give me, why don't you give me your honorable mentions? All right, my honorable mentions, thank yeah. God. Woo! Yeah. I thought you'd uh, pass out. Honorable mentions uh, Batman, Whatever Happened to the Cape Crusader. Oh, Neil Gaiman. By Neil Gaiman. Yeah, I read that. It's uh, a story about. It's not. It's just a bunch of people coming to a funeral of a Batman. Yeah. Uh, and they're all from different realities. So the how Batman died story changes from person to person telling mm-hmm. the story, mm-hmm. and it's good because in all the stories, Batman dies yeah. like he's killed, and the the story is basically saying that's the only way Batman is going to end, mm-hmm. like he's going to die. Yeah. Uh, unlike Dark Knight Rises, where he just kind of retires and has coffee with <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna say. So your last, your last pick for my last honorable mention. Oh yeah, sure. If you oh, my other honorable honorable mention is Hush and Batman: Lovers and Mad Men. 
Okay. So my next pick is a popular choice. It's going to be Batman: The Dark Knight Returns. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, I wouldn't I mean, guess that. I mean, no, you it's, like it. It's definitely like over overdone in terms of like people using it as an influence. It's, it's definitely yeah. like overrated in terms of like is this our definitive batman i don't yeah. think it's our definitive batman mm-hmm. i just think it's a crazy and fun batman story hmm. that i like and i like the animated version of it yeah. so i mean there's a lot of stuff that in this that's stupid but it's just it's hmm. good so if somebody's like oh well, i think? mean the, i think the world seems to agree with you for the most yeah, part yeah it, it is one of the highest you know how i get about things that are popular i do that's two frank miller on your list yeah, I like Frank Miller. Yeah. Well, apparently not not All Star Batman and the Boy. Oh my gosh, Robin the Boy that. Wonder. Yeah, that is, that but is truly terrible. The Dark Knight Returns. I, I mean, there's a reason why it's so popular. I mean, yeah. some people are like, "Oh, I love it because it's so dark and crazy." This should yeah. be Batman. I'm like, well, it's just a crazy version of Batman. Yeah. That I like. Um, yeah, came out in 1986, same year I was born. Congratulations! So, but Your birth year. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just. It's a good end for hmm. Batman, I feel like. It's a... I, I guess it's kind of my definitive, like, laugh Batman story. But it has sequels, right? To pick up the story. Yeah, I don't... I haven't read oh, those. sorry. Because they're <laughs> supposed to be very bad. Oh, okay. So... You know, it's just... I think it's just not the kind of world that I like in yeah. comic books. It's, it's darker than I like. I hate what they do with Superman. Yeah. That's probably what really... Yeah, puts a nail in the coffin for me. I I think it's just too far. Was for, for those of you, actually, oh, yeah. sorry, man. Because for those of you who don't know, The Dark Knight Returns. It's by Frank Miller. It's a very popular one. It's yeah. influenced a lot of which we do have in the writers and so everything. If you're curious. We've got it. Um, that's true. It was one of the first ones we got. Mm-hmm. Um, but the new Batman versus Superman movie seems to be drawing a lot from this yeah. because in this story, Batman's probably like fifty, maybe older yeah, in the comic. So. Yeah. But you know, he's he's got white hair. He's yeah. got this mustache that he shaves off yeah. he's thank he's, goodness he's not um he's not a young guy anymore so i think they're taking that from it him and superman fight at a certain point uh but for obviously different reasons than in the book and the movie mm-hmm. reagan is like a huge parody in this yeah but this is where we get uh i can't remember her name uh carrie kelly yeah uh yeah. the mm-hmm. first uh girl robin yeah um who is voiced by ariel winter from Modern the, Family. From Modern Family in the anime thing. Um, that's good. It's also an important piece on James Gordon. Well, and how you, but how do you feel about the Superman in it? I feel like it's a parody. A lot yeah. of it's a parody or an extreme take. Yeah. And, I mean, I think at the end, he kind of comes around and is like, oh, Superman's not as bad as I've been making you think. Yeah. They, they kind of make him look like this corporate tool. Yeah, they do. But he's not. Yeah. And I, I think it's just this this world. I think you just... He wanted to do a crazy Superman yeah. right wing kind of thing. Yeah. So, I, the, I don't think you can do a final I, Batman story without Superman. Yeah. As opposed to the other way. I think that the movie softens it a little bit. I think it makes Superman a little bit more like. Yeah. He's still not presented in a positive light, but right. I think like you, you're a little bit more like you see his side of things right. a little bit more. Clear. Well, I don't. I don't think Frank Miller really. No. Yeah. I wouldn't give this to somebody they're like, Don't give me a good Superman comic. Yeah. I would not give them the Dark Knight <laughs> no, Returns. No, 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 no. So no. I but, am interested to hear your Superman picks, but Yeah, that'll be fun. You won't like any of my Superman picks. Cool. I have read but Not Superman for tomorrow, right? That's not your No. I've read fifty two Superman graphic novels. And the thing about Batman and Superman for my graphic novel accounts yeah. is that these are accurate. Because mm-hmm. like I didn't read these characters single issue wise. Yeah. So these are the Completeness of the Batman yeah. and Superman yeah, yeah. stories I've read. 
All right, man. What's your t- what's your number five? Well, let me give you my honorable mentions. Okay, that I didn't include one is Superman, the Superman Batman series, which we have the first yeah. five or six of. Uh, the second volume of that, Superman, Batman, and Supergirl, uh-huh. where they reintroduce Supergirl in the timeline. Right. It's really a Batman story because she really, it's, it's sort of Batman shepherding Supergirl. Okay. And I loved it. All right. The other two are uh, Long Shadows and Gates of Gotham. And these are pretty recent, and I didn't put them in my top because Gates of Gotham, that's a... I read that. That's an yeah. interesting pick for you. Because yes. that's kind of dark, too. It is. It is. It's. I like that it follows kind of a historical... Like you see Gotham throughout. It's flashbacks to the past. Wait a second. But I didn't include those. Your two honorable mentions are Nightwing. Yeah. Or Dick Grayson yeah, is Batman. Batman. <laughs> that's why they're not fully in my top right. list. And actually, I don't think that I would take anything out to uh, to put these two right. in. Gates of Gotham is also Scott Snyder. Yeah, but it's really Kyle Higgins. Okay. Um, who I'm not a big fan of, but... So anyway, I would include those. Long Shadows is really cool because it really highlights the difference between Dick Grayson as Batman and Bruce Wayne as Batman. And I that think was after he became. Yes, that was his first one. Yeah. That was so, good. Anyway, those are my honorable mentions. My final favorite, and I think we actually have... Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, at HG Editor on Twitter says, Hush, the story, but also keep it down, would you? Sure. So, we'll try. But we're getting excited. A little, little bit of humor Batman. there. A little bit of humor there from Twitter. Oh, that was humor. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna, <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm gonna put my favorite as Batman Hush. Hush. By Jeff Lubb, Jim Lee. Did uh, you say so, Jeff Lubb? Yeah. I say Jeff Loeb. I don't know which one it is. I think it's Loeb because they call him Commissioner Loeb in the Batman okay. films. Okay. All right, we'll take it. So <laughs> Hush. Hush deals with the story about. Uh, well, I don't. I guess I don't want to. You tell You can't give away. The, yeah. Yeah. You, I won't tell you who Hush is, but it's a it's a new menace for Batman, who mm-hmm. really like. Knows a lot about him and really, really messes with right. Batman's head. So it's yeah. it's got some good Superman stuff. It's got some good Nightwing stuff. Um, it's just art is by Jim Lee. Yeah, um, who we've mentioned. And this references Long Halloween in Year One and yeah. Dark Victory heavily because yeah. Jeff Lowe wrote them. So yeah, it, and the same yeah, stuff I think with the, like Poison Ivy is really like reminiscent yeah. of the Poison Ivy from Long Halloween. Uh, so this was your honorable mention, and I yes. think honestly I. I feel like Long Halloween is better, mm-hmm. but that Batman Hush is... Hush is way more colorful. Yeah. Hush is, I think, a little bit more the, the kind of Batman that mm-hmm. I like, which you don't see very often. Um, well, the, the thing is, like, you can give somebody Long Halloween, and it's not continuity-based yeah. at all. But if you give somebody Hush, it's a little bit, you know... Yeah. It's, it, it's taking place in we, the... Hush we actually don't have in our collection, and we should, no. because I think Hush is really... I have Hush... In my personal collection, yeah. in a disgusting <laughs> two-part volume yeah. set, because well, I didn't think they were combining it. Yeah. And then after I bought those two, they combined it into one story. Yeah, and I've got this. I came to Hush late, so I have the nice one volume. It's probably why I like it more than mm-hmm. you, because like you said, I was I was reading like, I wasn't reading this, but I was reading uh, comics when Hush was coming out in single issue yeah. form, and I was reading Wizard magazine, and like all anybody could talk about was the Hush mystery. Yeah. Because every issue was like a new reveal, like a new villain. Because that's the thing too, like each issue of Hush, like they're all, it's all one story, but they're also episodic. So like, this is the Joker issue. This is the Scarecrow issue. This is the Killer Croc issue. So like, it was just, it was all anyone could talk about. it was an exciting arc. They were actually, they were going to adapt it into an animated film using the, uh, but they're not gonna. The Batman Oh, right, yeah. Which I really liked. I know you don't like, but I I really liked that. And the one movie they did, Batman vs. Dracula, I thought was actually pretty cool. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So they were going to do it, and they canceled it. I was really disappointed about that. All right. um, 
Hush is a character that I think should have been a one-off, though. I, I liked Heart of Hush. But Heart of Hush. Yeah, I loved Heart the, of Hush. The, Anyone who said it wasn't good, you have no heart yourself. Wow. Just like Catwoman. Heart of Hush was good, but I don't think it was as good as the original. And like Hush Returns mm-hmm. and the other Hush, it's just like enough. You know what? Enough. You, you know, know what Heart of Hush work. did for me? It's yeah. the last issue of Heart of Hush that I think wins me over so yeah. much because it's just so fun. Because like Hush is in the Batcave yeah. and like you see Spoiler the Batcave. Well, I'm not saying who Hush is yet. Okay, yeah. But like he's commenting on everything about there. They yeah. use a lot of the history. The dinosaur gets to work. Yeah. I just well, loved it. What, what Heart of Hush does well, I think, is I always like it when they deal with like the relationships, and that's a strong relationship story yeah. between Batman yeah. and Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, so. I would say if you like Hush and you want more, then you could read Heart of Hush, yeah. and then you could probably start stop. Though he does come into uh, Streets of Gotham. That was a series that yeah, happened when yeah, um, Batman was dead. Yeah, and uh, so Hush is back in those series, and he's. The stories themselves are pretty good. Okay, but. I haven't read those. Hush Returns is probably the worst thing I've ever read. <laughs> yeah. It is terrible. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. Anyway, Hush is going to be my final, okay. my final pick. Strong. You know, I didn't so. mention Zero Year after talking about Year One. I haven't read Zero Year. Zero Year is a like, 12-issue new Batman okay. origin story for the current. And they kind of had to because a lot of things changed yeah. um, time-wise and stuff. It's really good. It's not as good as Year One, in my opinion, but mm. it's still strong. Okay. Um... All right. Any of these that you've listed that now that we're in a new era of Batman films that you would like to see adapted? Well, I think Hush could work. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think Hush would be good. I think I think Long Halloween could work. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, well, like we said, Bruce Wayne Murderer. I yeah. One. I don't know. I think a lot of them would work cinematically. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I I didn't mention Under the Red Hood, but I think that would be a pretty decent yeah movie one. The animated one's good. Yeah. And I think, I think enough people... It'd be interesting, because so many people, like, they know about Robin, even though we haven't mm-hmm. seen it. We need to get, like, some history there. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Hush. Hush would be good. All right. So. Well, let's close it up with library news. All right. So now we're going to talk about our top five favorite Superman no. books. No. That's... Maybe not maybe, next maybe week. Another, I don't know. Maybe Turn, maybe if you, time, if yeah. you turned out... You know, yeah. If you skipped ahead. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Library news. Yeah. What do you got? Okay. Uh, Daredevil comes out on Netflix... Uh, Daredevil season two comes out on Netflix this weekend. Not really. Well, it is because all I'm going to be doing, so I won't be at work. Wow, okay. I have to take so the week off. You take to binge watch. Wow, Daredevil. Daredevil. Okay, I guess I'm not doing a good job binge watching if I have to take off so much work. That's true. It's only 13 it's episodes. Um, all right, it's a day. Anime Club every Wednesday night. Exciting. Six Great turnout too. to seven thirty. Yep, we watch Free, which is about a boys' swim team. Mm. You know what? Kind of got into it. Wow. It was pretty exciting that and fun. Exciting. They just want to swim. You know? Right. Anyway. Uh, so that's for 12 to 18-year-olds. Okay. 18-year-olds uh, who are still in school. Right. I don't want any of you 18-year-olds <laughs> who are, yeah. like, starting your freshman year of college. Yeah. It's not for you. Start a college. <laughs> wow. You were drawing a line in the sand. <laughs> yeah, I am. Look out. Um, parents, too. Parents, you come in, you sit down, I'm going to kick you out. The way it is, yeah. I did have to kick a parent Teen out. Space. You did? Yeah, they sat. They sat down. Yeah. And we're gonna like just hang out. And I was like, mm, sorry. Wow. Only me. Bold. Yeah. Okay. It's it's funny because I'm I'm not. You're not a teen. I'm not a teen. No, you're not. A but teen. I get to sit there and eat snacks and watch anime. Yeah. It's whatever. It's the perfect dream. For yeah. You. Um. And then next, so nothing big this week. Next week, uh, every. All the kids are on break, but we've got our Easter thing, mm-hmm. our Easter egg hunt happening the 26th. Yeah, sponsor, sponsored by the Wellsville Rotary. Starts at 10. Thanks, Rotarians. 
Uh, yeah, 10 to, 10 to 12. Okay, and then, and then uh, we're showing Following the up with the Peanuts movie in the auditorium. Yeah, the that, new that Peanuts movie. One. So if, you don't have to come to the egg hunt to come to Peanuts. If you want to see Peanuts, just come. It's 1 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, we just showed The Good Dinosaur and got a good turnout. Yeah. And there were three points that I identified as crying points. Mm. I didn't cry, but... I mean, yeah. a little. I cried yeah, a little. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Phone ringing. All right, well, so well that's it, everybody. Yeah. We got to go. The, the calls are coming in. Oh, yeah. they're mine. No, Nick I just hung up. <laughs> All right, any library news on your end? Yeah, um, let's see. We've got, well, here's a good shout-out for Sally. Sally Murphy's coming back teaching a craft class on St. Patrick's Day, 4 o'clock. I don't see how this is a shout-out to Sally. She's teaching the class. She'll be here. We're doing Shamrock. Sally, I'm sorry. I thought we were going to give you a good shout-out, and oh. this is happening. Shamrock Palette Art. So if you want to sign up for that, you certainly can. Uh, we've got a concert series coming up in the auditorium. We'll have the Andover Ecumenical Choir. We have yeah. the Alfred State Jazz Ensemble. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff coming up. So Also, uh, the 21st. Oh, there we go. 21st. That's a Monday. 6 o'clock. I'm teaching a Photoshop class. Oh. Sign up. Yeah. So You're a Photoshop wizard. I'm okay at it. You've done cool stuff with Photoshop. Yeah, that's I true. Think. I've made some great things. I've all destroyed right. great works of art. Well, remember to tell your friends about all the books. Yes. Rate us. We're on SoundCloud, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube, yeah. we're on another thing. iTunes. iTunes, yeah. yes. R- please rate us. Please go to iTunes and just give us little star ratings. Yeah. Even if they're bad star ratings, yeah. at least they're star ratings. Yeah. Re- so. Retweet us on Twitter. Yeah. Share. Share us on Facebook. Yeah. Get the word out. Whatever. We always like unless you have new listeners. Unless you hate talking about Batman. Yeah. Angelica Community Radio friends, hello. Hi. Hope you're enjoying your Wednesday night. Yeah. All right. You could be at Anime Club. That's right, you could. Oh, well, no, wait, it's not. Anime Club's over. Yeah, I hope you done. enjoyed Anime Club. Yeah, perfect. All right. All right, we'll see you next week.